Happy summer, everyone. This is Erica Housekeeper of Happy Vermont, a podcast about people and places in the Green Mountain State. Tara Schatz of Bennington is an avid hiker, camper, dog lover, and general outdoor enthusiast who writes about her adventures on her blog, backroadramblers.com. Her site offers tips on kayaking, camping, hiking, visiting state parks, and road trips in Vermont and beyond. In this episode of Happy Vermont, Tara talks about camping at off-the-beaten-path locations, exploring swimming holes and waterfalls, suggestions for hiking, and her favorite places around Vermont. Thanks for being here with me today, Tara. Hey, it's great to be here. So this is a tough summer for travel and tourism in Vermont. Many events are canceled and some major attractions like the Shelburne Museum are closed for the season. But fortunately, we can escape to the outdoors this summer. And you're spending a lot of time exploring the outdoors, so I'm eager to hear your suggestions. Camping at Vermont State Parks is certainly an option for people this summer. Um, Camping opened for the season at state parks on June 26th. So let's say someone wants to camp somewhere besides a state park. Uh, What are some alternative off-the-beaten-path locations for camping that you would recommend? Yeah, sure. So I really love camping at Vermont State Parks, but... I do think because they're going to be running a shorter season this year that it's going to be harder than ever to reserve a campsite and practice social distancing. So I do have a couple ideas for campsites that are a little more secluded. The first thing I'd like to recommend is Hip Camp. And Hip Camp is like a, it's a private um, online search engine, kind of like Airbnb that allows you to search for and book private campsites all across America, but there's plenty in Vermont that I can recommend. We've used it a lot, and we've stayed in tree houses, on flower farms, in yurts. You name it, Hip Camp has it. One of our favorite Hip Camp properties is this tiny little open-air cabin in the woods behind Tangle Bloom Flower Farm, and that is in Brookline, Vermont. Brookline is about 20 minutes north of Brattleboro. And so this is like a tiny little just screened-in cabin, and it only has room for a queen-size bed. But it has a nice little sitting area and an outhouse and a fire pit, and it's just 100% private. That's one that I'd really recommend. Another one is a farm in Tunbridge called Mountain Home Farm. And this is 200 acres, fields and forests. It's a dairy farm. And they've got five tent sites up on the side of their hill, all really private. There's a little communal campfire. So those are two hip camp properties that I recommend, and that's just hipcamp.com if you've never been on there before. Uh huh. Are those two places open for the summer, even with travel restrictions? They are. I checked before <laughs> before we jumped on the call. So they're both open and accepting reservations, and they're both fabulous. I'm curious, what made you first decide to check out places like that? It sounds like a really smart way to go. So Hip Camp was actually a company that I worked for many years ago when they first started. So they hired me as a field field scout. And so there were field scouts all over the country. But my job was to, like, verify that the sites actually existed, take pictures, meet the hosts, 
And then once they were verified, they would get up on the site. So that's how I was introduced to it, and I don't do that anymore, but I still use the platform for booking all kinds of cool spots. Right, that's great. Now, what about hiking? For someone who's looking to enjoy some day hiking, either a few hours by themselves or with their family, what are some trails you would recommend in Vermont? Oh my gosh, there's so many. So... (laughs) We hike with a fiender dog, so we really like trails that, you know, are about six or seven miles um, and aren't super technical, and we're based in southern Vermont. I guess around here, we really like to hike up to Prospect Rock in Manchester, which is, it's a nice steady climb, but it's just three miles round trip. There's some little waterfalls, and then there's just such a fabulous view of Manchester. Have you done that one? Oh, I have. I love that one. It's fantastic. Yeah, I love that one, too. And then up in the northern part of the state, gosh, I haven't hiked Mount Mansfield in in many, many years. But what I do like to do every summer is drive the toll road up um, in Stowe. And then, then you can hike from the nose to the chin, which is actually only three miles round trip. And it's not super technical. And the views are just incredible. I mean, there's You can see into New York, New Hampshire, and Canada on a clear day. So that's another really good one. And then we just really love hopping into the state parks, especially the ones with lakes. Um, So we can hike around Woodford here in southern Vermont, Shaftesbury. Um, Grout Pond, which is in Green Mountain National Forest, is really awesome for hiking around. Yeah. And then there's some, like, waterfall hikes to Bingham Falls or Moss Glen Falls and Stowe. Those are really pretty and pretty easy. So those are my, those are my top recommendations. Yeah, nice. What about places to go swimming? I mean, it's been pretty hot lately, and a lot of people are flocking to Vermont swimming holes. Do you have any that you recommend? Well, our favorite, I think, is Bartlett Falls or in Bristol. And I love that because it's perfect for families. There's like a shallow area where the little kids can play, but there's also like huge rocks that the older kids can jump off of and scare their parents. I would say that's my favorite. That's really far from us. In southern Vermont, we like to go to Buttermilk Falls in Ludlow, which is lovely. The pools are nice and wide, and there's a slow-moving current, and the path is really easy to follow to the water. But I would say... The northern Vermont folks are are luckier when it comes to swimming holes. Right. Yeah, definitely. You know, I was driving up Route 100 recently, and I stopped by Warren Falls in Warren, Vermont, and it was packed. I mean, the swimming holes definitely seem to be getting a lot of visitors lately. Oh, and I think I think that's just normal, like that it's every year, but maybe even crazier this year. Right. Yeah. And I would just say get there before 10 in the morning. And then you kind of have the place to yourself. And then when people start coming after lunch, that's when we're like, okay, <laughs> time, time to go home. Exactly, right. Yeah, it's the same thing with the Dorset Quarry. I was down in Manchester with my family, and we drove by the quarry on Route 30, and it was really busy. Yeah. And I agree, getting there early and getting a good spot and being there before the crowd show up, that's key. Maybe it is the same this year. I'm not sure whether swimming holes are more crowded or not. But, you know, a lot of town pools are closed this year, so maybe people are going to swimming holes Yeah, good point. And there are definitely a lot of good ones to choose from. Now, this past week, you were out adventuring in the outdoors in Vermont. Uh, Tell us where you visited and where you hiked. 
Yeah, so we were looking for a place where we could camp because the campgrounds weren't open this past week. They just actually opened today, the state parks and the national forest campgrounds. So we were looking for a spot we could go camping, and and so we decided to backpack. We started on Kelly Stand Road here in southern Vermont in Arlington, and we hiked up past Branch Pond and up to Bourne Pond and camped there. And then we hiked over to Stratton Pond and camped there. Stratton Pond has great swimming. Bourne Pond has great sunsets, not so good swimming. But um, we didn't see anybody. It was just a beautiful little hike. That's nice. How was the hike to Stratton Pond? And how did you find the conditions? I mean, was it easy? Did you find it family friendly? Or was it a little more challenging? So it wasn't, there wasn't a lot of elevation gain, but going from Bourne Pond to Stratton Pond, the, the trail is not maintained super well. So you just have to pay attention to the, the blazes on the trees. And there were a couple times where we kind of lost our way. Um, but nothing that we we didn't feel like it was dangerous or anything. I would just say you have to be careful. It's kind of overgrown. So shifting gears a little bit, let's talk about your blog, Backroad Ramblers. Your blog focuses on outdoor adventures, dog-friendly excursions, and travel, not only in Vermont, but around the United States. So tell us how Backroad Ramblers came to be and what you love most about being a travel writer and photographer. Sure. Yeah. So I started Back Road Ramblers in 2015 just as a way to update family and friends as I was traveling around the country with my husband and our two kids. So back then when we started it, the whole family was involved in the blog, kind of a little homeschool project that we were working on. And so every day on the road, one of us, we took turns, had to update the blog and take pictures and talk about the cool things we were doing and where we were and so it was a great little project that it was, you know, just a one summer, but I kind of fell in love with the whole process. And fast forward to this year, and I'm pretty much the only one still invested. My kids are all grown up. My husband works full time. But I just fell in love with everything, like the research, the writing, the photography. So it's evolved over the years. It's no no longer like storytelling and talking about, like, you know, the cool things we do each day, but... I love sharing our small towns and road trips that we visit and the outdoor spaces across the country and strong emphasis on Vermont, of course, because that's where I spend most of my time. Right. That's great. And then you travel a lot outside of Vermont around the country. Do you rent an RV when you go? I mean, how do you get around and travel to some faraway places in the U.S.? Pretty much we just take our little car. Like, gas mileage is important to us. Right, We right. usually are tent camping. I mean, sometimes we'll stay in hotels or Airbnbs, but usually I'm just road tripping. And honestly, I'm usually doing it alone just because everybody else is so busy. You live in Bennington, and how many years have you lived there? I've been here 14 years. So what's your favorite place in Vermont? Well, that's an impossible question, of course, <laughs> because Vermont's just so beautiful and has so many unique spots. But right, right, we're right. partial to Wilmington, which is just east of Bennington. In my opinion, Wilmington has it all. It has like a beautiful, good-sized lake for swimming and boating and paddling, lots of hiking trails. And the downtown is just like the cutest thing. There's like restaurants and shopping and an independent bookstore, which is super important. That's basically all I need in a Vermont town. Right, right. 
You know, my brother has said, and I think he's onto something here, he said that Wilmington is kind of this mix of Vermont and the Berkshires. You know, there's just something about it that I can't quite put my finger on it about Wilmington. It feels like Vermont, but there's something else about it. And it's so beautiful, and Main Street through there is adorable with all the little shops and restaurants. And then the Harriman Reservoir is right there. It's, it's just a really lovely spot in Vermont. Yeah, I'm not sure what it is either. It's just only a half an hour drive for us, but it feels like we're going on vacation. Yeah, definitely. I wish it wasn't so far from Burlington where I live. Um, We've skied at Mount Snow and we've gone mountain biking there in the summer. And it's pretty far from Burlington, but when we go, I'm always really happy we're there. But I bet you have your own little, you know, vacation spot up there near Burlington. Yeah, yeah. We like to go down to the Mad River Valley and go to Warren and Waitsfield. We ski at Sugarbush in the winter, and we love that area. You know, and it's only like just under an hour from Burlington. So we like to go down there, especially if we're looking to get away for the day. Yeah, a similar feel, like a small little mountain town, you know, that kind of caters to tourists, but still like, you know, has to stay on the map because of the locals. Right, right, definitely. And... You know, of course, as I mentioned, I was just down in Manchester with my family, and I grew up in Manchester. And that, to me, I I just love Southern Vermont so much. And I'm always like, if I could just find a way to live down there or buy a camp or a little house or something, I would in a heartbeat. There's just something about it down there. I mean, it's home to me, and it's like in my heart, but it's also just a really special and beautiful place. Yeah, and Manchester is another little town that's just got It's got a little bit of everything. I mean, you have like those great restaurants and shopping, but it's so easy to find a hiking trail or, you know, a swimming hole or waterfall. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It has a little bit of everything. And we were happy to see, you know, some of the hotels and the restaurants start to open back up. And it was nice to see. I mean, there were things to do and that was really encouraging. So what are your plans for the summer in Vermont? Yeah, so I'm actually looking forward to spending the whole summer here in Vermont because several summers in a row I was kind of traveling outside of the state and I'm pretty much doing all the things I've mentioned here today. I'm camping at a bunch of hip camp properties, swimming at all the swimming holes I can find and hiking with the dogs. So oh, that's great. I'm also on the hunt for good ice cream and creamy stands just because that's what summer in Vermont is all about. Well, right, definitely. Now, when you go camping, are you solo camping or are you going with your husband or your kids who who I know are grown? Uh, Or do you do a little bit of both? I do a bit of both. Usually the way it works is uh, I'll research and make reservations somewhere and then I'll put it on the calendar and maybe two weeks before I say, okay, we have reservations at this spot. Who's coming? And if nobody comes, I still will go by myself. I have no problem with that. Yeah, do do you bring one of your dogs camping? That must be really relaxing. I mean, I would love to go camping by myself. It sounds so nice. I I love it now. I didn't always love it. But yeah, I will bring one dog. So the older dog will come if I'm just planning on hanging out at camp. And if I'm going to do hiking, I bring the the younger pup with me. But I only bring one because two dogs is hard to handle. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. So if you could offer one piece of advice for someone exploring the Green Mountains this summer, or maybe to someone who isn't that familiar with the area, what would you tell them? 
read my blog. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, there you go. Well, I think Vermont is a very accessible state for people who love the outdoors but aren't necessarily athletes or hardcore adventurers. So we've got great hikes and beautiful lakes and ponds to explore. But there's also just so many amazing towns with unique shopping, inns, restaurants. Like you really can have the best of both worlds, the natural beauty and the creature comforts. So pretty much you can find that no matter where in the state you go. You just you can't go wrong. Right. That's true. And even though Vermont is made up of so many small towns, every town is a little different and has its own special feel. I mean, you can zip over from Manchester to Grafton or Brattleboro to Wilmington or Burlington to Lindenville, and it can be just a completely different experience. There's just a lot of variety for such a small state. There is, and I think that every person has the potential to find like their own special place. And what I love might not be what someone else loves, but I mean, really, we have it all here in this tiny little state. Well, Tara, I want to thank you so much for talking with me and sharing your suggestions. And I'm especially excited to look into these camping places you recommended. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. You can learn more about Tara on her website at backroadramblers.com. You can also follow Backroad Ramblers on Facebook and Instagram for travel tips and great photography. Thanks for listening to Happy Vermont. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. Send me comments, story ideas, or feedback at hello at happyvermont.com. You can also learn more by visiting my website at happyvermont.com. Take care and talk to you soon.